Okay, everybody. Quiet in the studio. Steve, we know that you're in Wales, and we know that the signal might not be too good. Ready? Fire yes. in the hole. The only thing you've got to put. Fire in a hole. Shut up. God, you know, you're so unprofessional. Here we go. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at Cheshire Matters, that digital pub in that digital domain where everybody buys digital pints except the Raven. And we're going to introduce him now. He's coming from sunny Wales on a really, really bad mobile phone. Say hello, Raven. Well, yeah, there you go. See what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? See what I mean? Okay, let's move on to that great, that nimble, that very, very quick gazelle, a.k.a. Trevor Nichols. Say hello, sir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, to our program. Okay. No pronouns or anything like that? No, no, no. I'm just looking at Raven there. I just caught his his phone kept breaking up because he sounded a bit... Welsh to me, I don't know. I know, I know. Dioch, well, it was Dioch an about... in Welsh, so you, may, you I... may be inundated with complaints from our Welsh listeners at my pronunciation. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not the first time we've Welsh done a bet, is it? Yeah, that's right, that's right. We go with that, and we're going to go over to that man who knows all the figures. 34, shut up. 34, 26, 36. It is Statsman. Say hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are we all? Good. Well, we think we're good. We think we're good. You want to say hello to the audience? Go on, I'll say a big hello to our lovely listeners. Well, listeners, plural. Yes. <laughs> uh, all six of them. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, the one with the six personalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, let's move on. Let's hey. go straight away. What? Do, all right, come on, Steve. What do you want to say? Come on. Come on, come on, well, come on. Things to tell you. First of all, as you know, I'm not at home on my creaking chair, but we do have a slight problem with the headboard. Uh, we don't want to know. No, too oh, much detail. Oh, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I also need to tell you that whilst I'm down here, as an example, yesterday, I am at risk of wasting away because yesterday. <laughs> not a chance. Not yes, not have mirrors in Wales, no. 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 Well, <laughs> I, I nearly fainted yesterday. I, I was so I did. I don't think yesterday off. I had uh, toast and orange. Then I went for a walk on the beach and come back and a, a, a porridge and a fry up. Then when we were out in the daytime, I had one of them big massive Welsh oggies. Then some uh, cakes and biscuits when we were out and a cup of tea. And come back and I had shepherd's pie and cabbage and then a couple of cakes afterwards. I think I could be wasting away by the end of the week. I don't know if I'm going to survive tomorrow. So I think a possibility you, to be honest I might with fall you, grid. you're starting to look like desperate, Dan. Big grid. Yeah. And I was just wondering then, actually, as you said that, what, what's a noggy yogi yogi? Is that an I I I? I I It's it's one of the biggest pasties you could grab your hands on. It's amazing. Oh my ah, god! Right. Challenge yes. Unlike the so, women in Latchford. Who are all and, smart? And, None of them are big pasties, go, are they, Trevor? Before you go, oh, a couple of exciting news. <laughs> you need to listen to this today. Oh, okay. I've bought, possibly by accident, a boat. No, a dinghy. Will you wait a minute? No, a plane ticket to Australia. Yay! I think <laughs> I may have inadvertently purchased and found the Holy Grail. Look. Oh, give us a break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at his version of the Holy Grail. I bought this in a craft shop down in, uh, well, somewhere near, near McIntleth. All right. Uh, I'm going to get it looked at, get it investigated. All right, and analysed. Worth about 50p, that man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, to, I think to, you need to get your eyes looked at as well. Was a woman wearing glasses? Yeah. Was it was was a woman wearing glasses because she obviously seen you coming? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nata, nata. And binoculars. Nata. We paid fifty pound. We'll get fifty pound off that nata. <coughs> hey, All right. Come on. I'm struggling to survive and not enough to eat. All right, enough of the banter. Enough of the banter. Let's move on to all right the roundup and let's listen straight hot off the plate. Nigel Farage has won an award at the Trick Awards, and that's the Television and Radio Industries Club, and he's won an award 
for best presenter, best yes. news presenter. Audience weren't happy, were they? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> they were booing him and different things. And you know, I was imagining him turning around and saying, "Saying, well, you know, I've been booed before," and he did. He said, "You know, he's been in the European Union. He's been booed by them." He said, "They lost." <laughs> you know? uh, so a bit he was sour grapes. Do you think? Oh, uh, just a bit. Well, it's an old boys' club, isn't it? <laughs> basically, he accused them of uh, you know, basically slapping themselves on the back. You know, and marking their own homework. I have a confession, actually. <laughs> I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's did. nothing wrong with that because he's he's doing it again, isn't he? He's he's actually breaking the mold in the mainstream yes. news. Yes. And it was mostly lefty nutters that were actually saying, you know, and booing him, you know, and saying get off and all the rest of that stuff. But so I'm I'm actually very very glad about that. So anyway, another one. And this came from Mayor Tusi, and it is a victory for the British people over mass migration. I quite like Mayor. Does everybody like Mayor? Mayor yeah, he's Tusi, good, isn't he? No, I'll be straight. I'm sick to death of him. There's a mayor of Liverpool, mayor of London, <laughs> mayor. Of, I'm sick to death of him. There's too many mayors. <laughs> well, he does these short videos, and they're good. The, the video discusses a perceived victory for the British people regarding mass migration in the country. The government has implemented new policies and guidelines prioritising British people for council housing, aiming to address concerns about public resources, services and jobs. So obviously what they're saying is the Indigenous first. And by Indigenous we mean born and bred or naturalised just to clear up any particular doubts on that one. So what do you think? Do you think he's going to follow through with it? Do you think it's just the equivalent of vaporware? What do you think, Stats? They follow through with anything these days. Mm, Good point, Logic. Steve, go ahead. (laughs) Well, it's getting past all the bureaucrats who may seek to sort of override it or sort of bypass it using loopholes. Okay. Trev? You're not going to get anything through until you change the voting system. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Moving on. Okay. Exclusive secret thesis inspired Lib Dem Council to give the four day weeks. Remember, we mentioned it last week about councils wanting to do four day weeks but still pay full salaries? No. Yeah, it's good, It'd it? be nice to do a breakdown and see. Um, it's okay, that. What, what political leanings these councils have got? Because I can guarantee, I think the majority of them are going to be left. Well, well what, my. What, imp- uh, Go on. My imp- my impression is that they could only work one day a week and get paid for five. <laughs> it might get more work out with me. Based on the service provision currently. Well, well, I've got a good point to bring up here, actually. Go on. My chief executive of Warrington Borough Council, Mr Stephen Broomhead, only works four days anyway. So is he going to get down to three? Um, good question. Uh, 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 uh. Well, anyway, the article... It was uh, David Hughes, the leader of the Lib Dem-controlled Vale of White Horse District Council, secretly conducted research on a four-day work week whilst pursuing his PhD at a Belgian university. Now, this is the head of a council. So he's doing a PhD on a four-day week. Huh? At a Belgian university. In Belgium. I mean, why a Belgian university? And it proposed that reducing the working week to four days could improve productivity and employee well, well-being. Let's get that right. <laughs> Hughes allegedly implemented the four-day work week without public consultation or approval from the council's cabinet, leading, leading to criticism from political appoint, opponents. I don't know, get my words right. What the hell's going on with me? It's looking at Steve in there on a bed. Give it up, Steve. Move it off. Move the camera. What's this? <laughs> Never Sorry, mind. The council's decision has resulted in some employees working longer hours each day in order to maintain the same weekly workload. There you go. And if you believe that, you believe absolutely anything. Bear in mind, don't forget, we did an article on Cheshire West Council yeah. who during the uh, lockdown periods and COVID and all that business, they had something like 14,000 uh, days lost to COVID. But they st- but the services didn't suffer. <laughs> Still, did as, out, stats, you know, it begs a question. as stats pointed yeah. out. Uh, anyway, 
Okay, moving on. We're going on. Teachers should intervene to stop children identifying as cats. Do you know what? It's amazing. You say they should have to intervene, like as if they haven't already. It's just oh god well it's not just cats it's it's cats horses moons or other neo genders downing street says there's the problem downing street using the language of the lunatics yep you don't come out and say there's so many neo genders you just say what are you talking about there's two yeah male female shut up all it is all it is the children are identifying as cats all they're doing is they're jumping on the bandwagon they're having fun they're having fun as children do. Yeah, yeah. I did it when I was at school in the 1800s. All you do is you jump on a topic and you just wind the teachers up with it. That's all they're doing. They're just children being tubed. And, you know, meow. That's all I say. Good luck to them. <laughs> well, a bowl of milk. I think the grown ups in the room should identify as a brick wall and leave it at that. Maybe just identify as grown ups yep. for a change. Hmm. Okay, here's another one. 28 million funding will help keep places of worship safe. The UK government has announced 28 million in funding to enhance the safety and security of places of worship. The funding aims to protect religious institutions from potential threats and acts of violence. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why, where, where, the violence isn't coming from the Christians. Well, not yet anyway. Go ahead, Mark. Can you give us a breakdown on um, who gets the most money? Because I can have a wild guess. Uh, yeah, say, um, you're quite right. It's going to be Islam. Yeah, it is. It is the mosques. Mm. You know, they've had the most Shock, money. horror. A lot of money, isn't it? Just keep a pig's head off them, like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And another article. Labour encouraged mass migration. So mm. whilst the Conservative no. government is being blamed. What, Steve? Yeah, that uh, is very well documented over the past sort of 15, 18 years or so. That they actually went out, actively pursued... Well, this is what uh, I'm going to tell everybody. That's right. uh, ...immigration from Eastern Europe. And they did it. It's very well documented. Blair and Brown and... Oh, there we go. Listen, he's doing his robot. He's doing the robot. Hold on a second. Get your signal back up. Get the get the buffers going, baby. And listen to this. Andrew Nether, or neither, or nether, or nether, okay? Neither, nether, nether, nether. A former Labour aide revealed that the party's migration policy was designed to make the UK truly multicultural and rub the right's nose in diversity. And the policy was created despite concerns about the impact on Labour's core white working class vote. Now, do you hear that? Despite. Now, the policy aimed to open up the UK to mass migration and saw net migration figures increase dramatically under Tony Blair's government, which is what Steve was trying to say before he started doing the robot. This guy's admission was made in an article for the Evening Standard in 2008, where he explained the underhand method used to carry out the policy. And also, another one which is current at the moment, the Windrush affair has been weaponized by Labour for electoral gain, despite the issue being present for 50 years under both governments and civil servants not being to blame for technicalities surrounding arrivals in the 50s. Well, there's a lot of controversy over over the Windrush and the truths and the fallacies associated with it so i'm not going to go any more into that anybody want to comment on that yeah i will yeah go on yeah, so the replacement conspiracy theory was a conspiracy theory again then yeah oh, not, yes. a spoil- not a spoiler alert no. well it, it all it is all founded with labor and mm. they they did it they actually started the ball rolling go ahead steve yeah i just want to sort of state which um is something which i've said for many many years and i'm renowned locally for this, I've stated, and I'll say it again, if you go out and vote for any of the mainstream parties, you're selling your country down the river. But it has to be said, if you vote for the Labour Party in particular, you are effectively now voting for the complete and total eradication of your country in its entirety. Your heritage, your indigenous identity, the lot. They want, to, they want millions to come in give them support, give them benefits, give them houses, and basically they want them to vote. That's where they want to draw the vote from, from because they know the indigenous population here 
have worked out what Labour are all about. Well, Steve, Steve, have the Conservatives not done that for 13 years? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, the same thing. That's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I mean, we, we all know what Labour do, but yep. the Conservatives are doing it now. They've, they've got Brexit, supposedly. We've got more coming in now than more illegals than we've ever had. At least it was Except legal that- with Labour. Well, the truth well, is that Labour have now become mm-hmm. um, the Conservative Tribute Act. That's what they've become. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, you totally know? agree, yeah. So, anyway. They're all puppets for the global, globalists anyway, so it doesn't matter if it's Labour or Conservatives. It's no difference. But the Labour were blatant about it. They deliberately went out to rub the right-wingers' noses in it to get at them and in the process destroy the country. Indeed, yeah, indeed. Yeah I, yeah, I understand that. Okay. And also a link with Windrush, Truth and Lies, the Windrush passengers were not invited by the British government, and this is another view, but rather bought a ticket advertised in a Jamaican newspaper. The narrative that the Caribbean immigrants came to help rebuild the UK after World War II is a myth. They came looking for better prospects for themselves. Enoch Powell was not involved in the recruitment of Caribbean nurses for the NHS. He had no connection to the affair. Post-war Caribbean migration to Britain was relatively small and not really significant in terms of rebuilding the country. But the British government continues to propagate the myths about the Windrush generation, despite evidence to the contrary. And there are videos about those that people can go see. Uh, so there you go. Right? Was that HMS Windrush, the ship? I can't remember what yeah. it was called. What was the actual title of it? Yeah. HMS Windrush. But I'll tell you what, that was one heck of a dinghy, wasn't it? <laughs> Don't give many ideas, Trev. <laughs> oh, that was a dinghy you really had to pay to get on to get service, I tell you. Anyway, mm. what does everybody think about that, uh, you know, that challenge between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg for a UFC fight? Have you have you heard about it? Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's going to happen? Who's issued the challenge? Who's issued the challenge? Well, Elon Musk challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage fight. And I'm thinking, oh, do you know what? That would be phenomenal. I know Elon... I'll take the two of them. Say what? I'll take the two of them. I doubt it, mate. <laughs> As well, Zuckerberg is, is <laughs> Don't quite... Don't underestimate Zuckerberg. No, he's, he's, quite, no. he's quite hyped up. He's jiu-jitsu, man. Okay. And he's won tournaments and stuff. I believe Musk's yeah. done some stuff in the past, but if he's not training right now, he'll struggle, you know. Well, the thing that I would hope is that um, he would take a bit of advice and take some some Jap street fighting lessons because you don't want to play fair in a cage fight. Get get some Jap yeah, street I mean, fighting. Yeah, I mean, Zuckerberg will do well, won't he, because he drinks a cremazone. Do what? <laughs> he does what? He goes to, uh, what's his name, that bloke who got, uh, you know, who actually committed suicide That when three security men fell asleep. What's his name? Prince Andrews, mate. <laughs> Epstein. Epstein. Epstein, that's it. Oh, God, I've got a mental blanket. Yeah, Epstein. When yeah, Epstein... that's because you need something between your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Um... That's uh, Epstein, when he uh, supposedly committed suicide and all that. Look, when he had Epstein Island, they all used to go there did. drinking a chromosome. Not a chromosome, what's it called? I have no idea. Hold on, let me think. <laughs> let me get a psychic link to the gazelle. Uh, no, Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Oh, no, not Cronenberg. No, <laughs> it wasn't there. But I'm lost. Oh, it, it was children's. It was children's. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, the Obi-Brod. adrenaline. Not adrenaline. It's something no. that children, when they're frightened, that's what they do. That's what they generate, and that's what they yeah. all go for. Yeah, supposedly. but it's not, it's not adrenaline. It's called um... the adrenaline sparks it off the production of whatever it is that you're talking about. Hang on, hang on. Let's just stop this meeting right now. Okay, pause. It. All right, forget it. All right, <laughs> let's move on to something that Steve knows all about. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. I saw that and I thought it was absolutely appalling. If this is what we've got being given out by people pursuing this. Well, it was topless. It was topless activists and drag queens spark outrage at the New York City Pride. And it was published by the Daily Mail on the 25th of the 6th, 23. So I think that's last Friday. And it covers an incident that occurred during the New York City Pride Parade at that time where they said that. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. That's a bit of a threat. Now, we're going to be speaking more about that on a special. 
Uh, but um, I'm telling you, no, no, it isn't. It isn't going to be on the special. It's on one of our our uh, articles that we're going to have later on in the show. So there you go. Any comments on that? Are you queer yes. and you here? Are you here, Trevor? No, I think it's appalling. Oh, I'm is your name exactly Trevor? Like- Shut up, you. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to think of the name. I think it's adrenochrome, something like that. I'll get it in a minute. <laughs> We've left that. We've gone. That's gone. <laughs> The robot's on again. Okay, stats make some sense yet. of this. I'm going to edit you all out. I mean, you're not you're not going to be heard anyway. So there you go. Right here's a surprising one. Sweden dumps the climate agenda and scraps green energy targets. Hey. Common sense. Fabulous. Okay. Common sense prevails. Yep. Thank you. I know. So, finance minister Elizabeth Svantesson stated that wind and solar power are too unstable to meet the nation's energy needs, leading the Swedish government to focus on nuclear power instead. Whoa! This is something that Stats has been talking about for quite a while, isn't it, Stats? Mm, it is. Hello? Catch up eventually, don't they? Yeah, so there you go. And campaign group Net Zero Watch supports Sweden's move, emphasizing the importance of nuclear power for achieving a fossil-free energy future. Okay, yeah, right. But there you go. There you go. So that is Sweden coming online. And a few more to finish off this session. Nadine Doris, everybody's favorite pinup MP, isn't she? Especially Doris. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't do it for you, Mark. Not really, no. Okay, well, uh, she's missed the deadline. She needed to resign and advise a certain committee by the 21st of June. And she hasn't done it, so she's missed the boat as far as being able to call straight election straight away. So there you go. So there's going to be no by-election with her. Simple as that. Okay, and this what, one... What, what is going on in this country? Oh, there's so God much. Sake. There's Nothing. so much. That's the problem. Well, well here's, here's the one. I'm going to end with this one. This is madness, okay? Now, I'm not usually a critic of HMRC, but they do get things wrong sometimes. And anyway... There was an article in The Guardian, so it's got to be... It's Mark, go ahead. Gospel. 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 And it highlights a situation where the HM Revenue and Customs in the UK fined around 184,000 low-income earners for not filing tax returns, even though they did not owe any taxes. All right? They didn't owe anything, <laughs> Okay, so but they got fined. And the individuals were fined £100 each, resulting in a total penalty amount of around $18.4 million. Now, according to the report, the fines were issued to people who failed to submit their self-assessment tax returns, even though they were not required to do so because their income fell well below the taxable threshold. The affected individuals consisted mostly of pensioners and individuals with low incomes. So HMRC has acknowledged the error and is in the process of refunding the fines to those affected. The mistake is attributed to a glitch in the system used to identify individuals who needed to file tax returns. The issues raised concerns about the efficiency and accuracy of HMRC systems. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're trying. They're trying their best, HMRC, but they really are underfunded in certain areas. They really are. Go ahead, Mark. Who the hell pays a fine that you don't need to pay? And what kind of legal advice did they have? Well, it doesn't seem right to me. I'm up, I wouldn't be paying that. Well, nah, the thing is, they don't, they don't have legal advice. These are the vulnerable people. I know he doesn't really That's need the them. Truth. Just That's the truth. That's the truth. You receive a letter from the HNRC and you're frightened. Well, that's the whole bit, mm, you know, they, they, they make it like a sort of a, a warning. Just just one very, very quick one on about yeah, incompetence. On. I got pulled up by a police officer. What a beautiful person. Pulled me up and said, your car is not insured, sir. I said, I assure you, mister, my car is insured because I don't even pay it. It's run on business. Your car is not insured. I said, well, your system doesn't work because there has been a conversation on the radio just recently about how your system doesn't work. He said, yes, it does. And your car is not insured. I said, well, I assure you it is, sir. Right? Come round to my house now. I've not got time to come round to your house. And you've just spent 15 minutes talking to me. I said, your system doesn't work. It's not our system. It's the insurance companies who don't notify us. 
All oh, right. So, ah. so it still wasn't you. So let's just let's just think about that for one minute. The yeah. incompetence of the police. Your system doesn't work. Our system does work. It's not our system. It's the insurance, insurance companies company. that don't notify us. Therefore, sir, your system <laughs> does not work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I just had to get that in because this country is just absolutely finished. It's incompetent. Yep. And it, the biggest it, incompetence is government level. Yes, but they're getting away with it. They're getting away with it. And I think... Well, it's got to stop. It's got to yeah, stop. it's got to stop. Right, we're going to move on to the national. And this is... Is society sick, and is it affecting the children? Huh? And yes, yeah, okay. Well, yes. give a quick yes. summary of uh, of the opening gambit on there. We're talking about an audio recording which was made quite famous of Year Eight students challenging their teacher on gender identity ideology, suggesting that the children's arguments against gender identity theory are straightforward and reasonable. They argue that gender identity theory is vulnerable to rational questioning and criticize organizations like Stonewall, Mermaids, and Gendered Intelligence for successfully promoting their agenda by linking it to more popular causes. Now, oh, we've lost the Raven, which is great. <laughs> he has gone. It's flown away. Oh, no, he's in the middle of Wales. A spatterhawk's got him. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to I'm going to hand this over now. That's great. I'm going to hand this over to Stats and let him open up on that, just to give, a, you know, an opening. Yeah, I definitely think society's sick. Problem is, we've got fully grown adults, haven't we, who should know better, who are pushing this madness. And then there's others who are just following it blindly. Yep. And then there's others who are turning a blind eye. So there's quite a lot of people to blame here. I think the time to ignore this is long gone. Every responsible adult now needs to step up to the mark. Yeah. Teachers, parents, everybody needs to stop lying to children. Do you think do they you need think... to stop making the children lie and they need to stop gaslighting them, John? Yeah, yeah. But do you think that the teachers are too scared to do the right thing? How can it, I, I? I don't get this. This is another example of political correctness. And it's the same thing that's gone wrong in many things in the country. I'll give uh, the rape gangs as one of them. You, you, you can't be scared. It, it, this is reality. I'm not being funny, but what, why do we have to fight to confirm reality? Yeah. What society are we living in, John? Yep. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Yep. It's, it's our children's future at stake here. Well, we've got we've got massive problems. If on any different day anyone can just identify as anything, and then words all change and have different meanings every day, what a, what a twisted mess the left to turn this country into. Oh yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, yeah. the teachers could be frightened of not following through, but who's actually telling them? what to do because the DFE aren't actually stating that they have to do this. You know, they've actually stayed out of it. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, we discussed this, didn't we, on the... Uh, see, everything we seem to be talking about now is all crossing over into each other because we did the... Uh, I think it was like part four on the identity specials, didn't we? We were talking about education. Yeah. And it's coming from the Equality Act. But because it's not explained properly by the government and their guidance and stuff, there's third parties coming in and training the teachers and they're pushing their ideologies into the schools yeah. and you've got activists in schools. So it's a mixture of these third parties and the, and, and the teachers and the professors and stuff. So you think they're taking advantage of that lack yeah. of clarity from uh, the, the government? The problem is, is some of them, some of the activists know exactly what they're doing. The rest of them, I'm afraid, are just doing their jobs and just following the diktat. Well, with these activists... Not using logic, John, or reason to figure yeah, out yeah. if this stuff's mental or not. They're just following it. Well, with these activists, I think so. you've got to follow the money because they can only do it with funding. And the way to do it is to attack their funding. Get their yeah. funding away. Get their stuff away. Let them waste money on books and pushing books and get them out of the schools. Anyway, go ahead, Trevor. You wanted to say something. Yeah, I mean, it's Pink Floyd. That's all I've got to say about yeah. this. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, that 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 in the that was in the eighties. That oh my god, if they knew how right they were, hey teachers, leave our kids alone. You know, we're really surprised at what what happens in this country anymore. It, it's finished. I'm sick of saying this. I, I I am really fed up of saying this. This country's finished until we get rid of this this two party voting system. And that's a fact. That I don't want to keep going on about it, but it's a fact. You know, in that I position, would... stay in that position because you sound a lot clearer. 
Well, in that position there. That Don't is, move. yeah, with one arm up, your Please. leg pushed out. All right, got it. <laughs> All right. Stay there. Yeah, so, uh, as I was saying, are we surprised about it? You know, we've got to get rid of this two-party system, and, and, and that's coming soon. That's coming in within the next parliament, I reckon. But anyway, uh, you've got at the minute, you, you, you know, our children are going to continue to suffer. They are. Uh, yeah. You know, as I mentioned earlier on, the police service is finished, and I'm not going to go on about it. It's, it's, it's just finished. Now, teachers are frightened of their own shadows at the moment. Yeah, they're because so they don't know. They, they, they're afraid no, if they don't no. acknowledge their their they're, pronouns or genders and all the rest of the stuff, they're, yeah, they're frightened they're for afraid, their jobs. They are. They're actually they're frightened of their own shadows. And why uh, is it uh, that way? Because well, nobody's because enforcing this. I know no, why, because no. they'll get cancelled by their own side, like your MP, Trev, who has to say a certain thing when she knows it's not true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, mm. I mean, that's, that's following the whip, etc., in all types of policies, isn't it? Uh, now, the fact to death of offending anybody, and, and all this is it's affecting their ability to teach. Yep. Which they the should be system. sticking to the main subjects. Of course they should. They should be sticking to the curriculum, but they're not because this is not clarified in the curriculum, is it? I well, mean, the whole it could, system. It could be argued that if a kid identifies as a cat, a cat could turn around and say, well, what's the good of an education to a cat <laughs> in yeah. the future? I'll you tell know? you what, that's a fair comment, that. You know, that's it. And again, I mean, the whole system needs a total reset. And I, and I don't mean, you know, I don't mean agenda to anyone before anybody says that. Uh, but that's what's got us into this mess in the first place, isn't it? People fiddling and diddling with it. Oh, yeah. The, the topic, I mean, this topic in general, is, it's just touching on a failing system. I mean, I, I cannot remember in my short lifetime Anything. From the 1800s. <laughs> when you oh, were lighting those gas lamps for a living. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a short lifetime. And in, knocking on uh, windows as an alarm clock for people having in, to get in, up. In, yeah, we remember you, Trevor. No, I'm still looking on windows, but I, <laughs> I, I want to expect you to mention that. Anyway. Okay. Now, it, and it's uh, it's really short compared to the universe, isn't it? And in fact, it's very short compared to a tree I found in, in when I was in Greece, a 400-year-old tree. Yeah. That's four of our lifetimes. Do you realise that? Yeah. Anyway, you were yeah. going to say. Yeah, I mean, I know we keep going on about this, but you've got to realise that we've had a Conservative government for 13 years. Yeah, really? I know, I know. Yeah, 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 for 13 years. They've got to set the brunt of this. They've got to set the brunt of it, haven't they? I mean, yeah, look, I know that Labour left a note saying in the Treasury that there's nothing left. Yeah. We all know about that. Now, the Tories will leave one. They'll all say, ha, 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 minus two trillion, have it. No, mm -hmm. they would be leaving a note saying, we identify as cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Well, Mark, well, Mark, all I've got to do to add to that is, for God's sake, change the voting system and let's get that something is, sorted. That's his running theme. That's Mark, my running theme, it is, honestly. Mark, is. what has the government actually said about this? Have, have they piped up? Have they said what's going on? It doesn't matter what they say. These schools are breaking the government guidance, and they don't do anything about it, John. So it doesn't matter what they say. They're, they're being totally ignored. I know parents are being ignored, too. I so brought this are, the, are the government telling them to stop? Are they telling them to intervene, head teachers to intervene to stop the kids from identifying as all these different things? Coming out and saying it in the news isn't, isn't really good enough, is it? Well, if they say it in the news, they've got to be held to it. We've been through all this, and we've got, I've been through all the guidance that the schools are breaking. I've told schools they're breaking the guidance. They're not interested. They don't care because there's no accountability, and this is the problem, you see. Now, my main issue with this, John, is no one ever talks about children's mental health. We have this day, yeah. that day, LGBT pride, all this stuff, right? But we've actually got an epidemic on our gender special. Went on for about an hour long, didn't it? I yeah. went through all the statistics of all the mental health rises with children, yeah. which all synced up to this Equality Act and all this, this trans stuff. Now, it's being spared on by ideologically driven morons, and they are putting vulnerable children at risk. John, this is grooming, plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. And I since agree. I first brought this up with school about the uh, gender identity, now look, two years later, you've got now people, I was only on about identifying as the opposite sex or non-binary. Now you've got cats, animals, the moon, it is spiraling out of control. Yeah. And if you had, you mentioned books before. So, I mean, I know we found some on gender identity, they were bad enough. 
But I swear to God, if I find any books like they're finding in America, which are literally kink, they are they are yeah. depicting sexual acts to minors, then I'll have these schools shut down one way or another. I'm telling you now, the left are morally bankrupt, John, on this. Yeah. I, I'd say anyone who promotes this stuff needs to be fired. I think we keep repeating this. And they're the ones who need to be given courses and not on diversity, on reality. Who do these people... Do you know what this really... Makes me sick, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, considering that there's a prevalence of mental health issues in schools, you know, and approximately it's between one and two in ten children and young people in the UK they experience those mental health problems, and these issues are actually prompting them and promoting those mental health issues. Go ahead, Mark. You know, when I said society was sick, I know this is coming from America, and I want to try and stop this before it comes here, but. What do, you, what do you guys think of the parents who are taking these children to pride events? Oh, they're just Have you been sick. watching them where you've got grown men gyrating, almost naked, yeah, gyrating in front of children purposely, men in dog collars and dog masks with dildos. Dildos whipping, around the neck, whipping, yeah. Whipping each other. Yeah. Uh, and then they're taking them to drag up. shows. I brought this up shows. on a recent... Uh, sorry, I brought this up on a recent podcast. When everybody's on about that, Sam Smith, it's the... It's the parents. Yeah. The parents, they're the grown-ups, not the children. If your child wants to go to watch Sam Smith, you make some sort of excuse because that person is not fit to perform for children. Yeah, that's the right. The same as his gay pride. It's the parents' fault. Well, then, in that case, then, the parents the parents are sick then, really. And also... Yes, they are. Also, where is so the funding? One's taking them to these events, are you? Yeah. Where is the funding for the support and access to services for people suffering from mental health issues? Because a lot of the times, the schools are claiming that there's not enough money. Go ahead, Mark. John, you go to the schools and you tell them all this stuff, and you tell them about the children's mental health epidemic, and they ignore you too. So when they tell you they're all about looking after the children, sorry, full yeah. of it. It should the be. Problem the school, go problem the schools have got is they go around teaching people factual stuff about biology, and then they slip all this insanity in there, yeah. which is based in no reality whatsoever. And as I said in the the special, it was all concocted by paedophile eugenicists and sexologists. Yeah. Is this really what we're going to be teaching to our kids? No. Sorry, but anyone who's pushing this, you're on the wrong side of history. Watch yeah. out. You, well, they're on the wrong side of a lot of things, and you're quite right. History will not look too kindly upon them. No. It's as simple as that. But we should, and I'll come to you in a moment, Trevor, we should be looking to defund. That's the way to attack these people. Find out their money sources and attack it. Educate your children as well before the school. Indeed, indeed. But that's the the first line of attack is to attack their funding sources because then that stops them being able to get through. And also weed out the individuals in places of influence. And, and don't expect the government to come to your rescue on this issue because oh. they won't. You've got they to never we- do. You've got to They're the ones out. who are responsible for this, for letting this fester. Yep. So well, because, because it distracts the people. That's what mm. they do. And I'm sorry, but I don't agree with it either. Go ahead, Gazelle. Adrenochrome. It's come to me. I've That's just it. had a big... Just came oh. to you from Google. Well, the fear, the fear <laughs> and the adrenaline <laughs> helps to create that chemical. Sorry, I do uh, I do apologise for that, but it's just something. I mean, I've just had a vision now. There was the Virgin Mary just approached me on me uh, on me uh, me wall outside. Uh, what? <laughs> you've all so you've had a you've had a miraculous vision. You a prophet? Prophet? No, I'm skint. No, but she just <laughs> come to me now. She was sat on the wall and she said, "Trevor, my son, what you need is adrenochrome." <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. Not at all. I think think what's going to happen now is I think we'll have, you know, some programs, uh, i.e., Only Fools and Horses. They'll be, they'll all be coming to my back garden tomorrow. (laughs) You'll have nuns coming in, right? (laughs) (laughs) say, all I can say on this particular subject. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, children are our future. Yeah, as was once said by a great singer, children are our future. Yeah, well, but you wouldn't let them babysit your kids, though. Well, you won't. <laughs> well, there is that, yeah. You're talking about Michael Jackson? I might be. <laughs> <laughs> we know you are. Right, we're going to call it on that one, okay? On that happy note. And you don't need any of that rubbish. You just need some beer. 
good old English foreign beer. You can't beat it. It's like a proper English Chinese, isn't it? That's it. A proper English Chinese. We do love them. We do love them. Right. Okay. And the local this evening. And again, this is going to be with stats, I think. Is it possible to do in Macclesfield what it is impossible to do in our own town, like Ellesmere Port? Tell us. It would seem so. Do you want to just set the scene for that story? I will do. I'll okay. tell you why I thought this story uh, sets off some alarm bells. It's, it, well, this article is from that local advertising collecting mag. Mm, sorry about that. And Cheshire has been, re- you know, a man in Cheshire, in Chester. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting worse than the gazelle. A man in Chester, Cheshire, has been repeatedly defecating in public places. And no, we're not talking about the town hall <laughs> or any of the council properties. The man who remains unidentified. <laughs> Ex-councillor, ex-councillor, uh, 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 no, has been causing distress and inconvenience to residents and businesses in the area. His actions have led to an increased presence of police and council workers trying to catch him in the act. <laughs> to catch him in the act. Well, to catch him in the act, you know, you wouldn't have to wait very long because he's got to drop his trousers, squat, do his bit and all the rest of that stuff. You know, uh, you could call the police in the intervening time. <laughs> the authorities are urging anyone with information about the man to come forward and help put an end to his inappropriate behaviour. Does he use toilet paper? <laughs> Just going to say that. What was it? Leaves? Follow the leaves. Does he wash his hands afterwards? <laughs> Doubt it. You don't have to do because that black and white cat next door to me did it this morning on my tarpaulin and that didn't have any toilet paper. How do you know it was a cat? It could have been somebody identifying as a cat. could have been this guy. You don't know. But anyway, go ahead, Stats. Sorry I'm laughing at it, but, I mean, it is bad. See, something wrong true with a little issue that I mentioned on the local a few weeks back about uh, a homeless guy sleeping in my village and I'd contacted everyone under the sun and there was no way of getting rid of him. Uh, a business owner whose property he was sleeping on uh, closed the business. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the police. Yeah, the, the police had she closed the business. Do. Did, so right. the last few weeks we thought, oh, I think he's gone. We were being told he's gone. Uh, well, I've seen him back anyway. And so I thought I saw some parallels between this guy who, so the guy who was actually, I don't think it's all just to do with him defecating in the street. He was actually offered accommodation by the council and refused. So therefore they were all able to put some kind of order on him to ban him from the town. I think it might have been Winsford or something. And then I thought, well, it's a similar complaint. Okay, this guy isn't, well, he might not be pooing in the street, but he's got to be going somewhere. But he's caused criminal Excuse damage. Excuse me, this program is highbrow. Can you use mm. the word defecating, please? Oh, I did once, and it was it didn't seem right. Okay. So um, he's also... You could, could also use the expression, taking a dump. I could do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the sad thing is, is there was nothing able. They weren't able to do anything with this guy. But I went to the hotel, the local one, and he's been there, and he's not interested. So it's the same situation, is it not? Causing a bit of a nuisance. Very much so. Causing people anxiety. I see the point that you're making. So I sent this um, a copy of this story to the business owner. And I, I say I'm sad about her uh, reply is an understatement. Um, this is a foreign lady who came to this country to make a success of her business and give local people jobs. A legal migrant. Yeah, so because of our poor system, and there's a bit more to it than that. She's had problems with planning and stuff. Um, she's now decided to move to another country to set up a business because she's ill and she's skinned. Yeah. So we are now driving away people who wanted to put something back into society and swapping them for these unskilled migrants coming on boats. So isn't this fantastic? This yeah. this actually makes me quite sad that she's, she's said she's going to close a business now. It's I'm really stupidity. upset now. Apparently, I was told the local councillor who beat me was all over this. Hmm, really? Well, good job, Labour. Thanks for voting him in. Another donkey. Brilliant. So as a follow-on from them, the, the boat people, I've been watching videos of Asians today chopping each other up with machetes and running each other other over in vans so i can't wait for more of them to arrive while we you know treat the other people who want to run businesses and give people jobs like the, what that other fella does in the street the lack the, it's the lack of accountability somebody to actually take responsibility to say no you're not on 
I yeah. saw a video of a policeman, one guy, <laughs> and I, I put it in our group chat. And he was surrounded by a group of people. And the first thing he did was he knocked the legs of the guy <laughs> that he was after right from under him, put him down. And then whoever it was, a female connected with him, came across and he just tasered her straight away. Bang. Finished. Job done. And all the comments were, can he be our policeman? <laughs> we, want, we want somebody like that in our area. And I put up a comment to say, Merseyside, Manchester, or where, question mark where he was from because they just do not muck around this guy was like really slick he asked the guy he said get down and the guy didn't then whack legs right from underneath him boom down on the floor and when he was being attacked by somebody else this lady she punched him i think boom tased it she went down like a whale <laughs> down uh, so I, I don't mind policing like that to actually put down any kind of physical problems with people. That's what we need. We need more of that. It's funny, Trev, when they want to, they can get stuff done. So like John said at the start, it is possible to do in Macclesfield what it is impossible apparently to do in Ellesmere Port. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the only difference being is yes, one food in the street and the, other, and the other one's causing damage. I mean, yeah. come on, the crimes, aren't they? I mean, they I wouldn't are put him in jail, but if you can move one guy on, but you can't move the next... Yeah, something's not right, is there? Well, at least there'll be a toilet in jail. Correct. Yeah. Toilet paper, I don't know. But anyway, the DOBs and they're giving them all these titles in it. Does he really care? No. No. You're not going to... You can't. They're just... I mean, I can't say he's a character, because if he pooed in front of my grandchild, I'd knock his head off. (laughs) So I'd end up in jail. I mean, but I mean, I mean, you know, but it, it's, it's yes, no, we understand. Yes, no, we understand. We understand. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, anyway, right. there we go. Anyway, well, I'm calling a, an end to that crap story. <laughs> stinks, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just wipe, wipe that one away. And with yeah. the fact that the Raven has done his robot and disappeared, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, we got done quicker, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Well, the edit's going to be a lot easier as well. Okay, I mean, it was well, as I if he always... wasn't here. Why did he suddenly disappear? Did he want to poo? Was he heading to the woods in Wales? He could be the man. That's where you go in Wales, isn't it? Hey, check your beaches in Wales. <laughs> After all, he's eating. Whoa! Oh, what? Okay, like shout outs, shout outs, and shout downs. Go ahead. Go on, I'll do it. I'm going to do a shout down, and it's got to be St. Paul's Cathedral, hasn't it? Oh, Has yeah. anyone seen this? They labelled Winston Churchill as a white supremacist. They've removed it from the website, but too late. Despicable. Again, another example of what we've covered in our specials, our institutions turning against us. Anti-white. Anti-white. Yeah. It's, it's wrong. It's, it's all wrong. They're going to get a the backlash. Bandwagon. They're on the insane lefty bandwagon, aren't they? Oh. Reality is just cuckoo. Left-wing nutters. That's Absolutely. what they are. Left wing mm-hmm. nutters. Okay. Well that's a good that's a good shout down, St. Paul's. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Gazelle. I'm well, are you identifying as a cat right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, Come on, pussy willow. No, no, well, it's, it's meow. I mean, my shout down is it's just conservatives, isn't it? It's the government, it's everything. You've got to get rid of this. Oh, now you've got access to the reform website. You're now you're <laughs> now right turning. Down. Because this always comes back to weak leadership every time. Because yeah. if we had strong people in charge, we wouldn't be moaning about half of this stuff. No, no, and they would be <laughs> getting things got, done. Huh? We haven't got anybody in charge, have we? Nope. No. It's absolute free fall. We've got to just get rid of it. We've got to, you know. I mean, you're only going to get Labour. I understand that. You're going to get Labour and nothing's going to the change. The Conservative again. Tribute Act. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, and. And they're going to get in power, they'll do it, and everybody will be moaning again. You've got to change the voting system, please. Yeah. I got a lot please. of likes. I got a lot of likes on um, Facebook uh, for saying, because they had a, a poll and they were asking, who is your least favorite comedian? And everybody was going through all the lists of comedians they've got Lee Mack, da 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 da. And I put Rishi Sunak. <laughs> <laughs> Rishi, yeah, and that and also who's uh, who's that chap? He keeps on putting up these odd jokes on there. What's his name? Lee. Remember Mark? 
Oh, Lee Hurst. Lee Hurst. Oh, God. Yeah. He said he thinks that we should arrest these just stop oil people and for their community service, make them dig for coal. <laughs> Classic. Uh, it just makes me laugh. Well, my shout out is going to go for a local garage and it's A1. And they are A1. So this is for Badge, Steve, and Dave. Okay. They do a great job and they are a credit. They are a credit to the town because they actually do things at a price that people can afford. Can I sneak in a shout down to whoever you buy your cars off? Because you do an awful lot of shout outs to garages. <laughs> no, I mean, things happen. They always, they always do. Things happen. And they, they are spot on. And I see them. And you know, quite literally, you know, they are, you know, putting it nicely, uh, you know, the, the garage is not like you know, one of the mainstream dealerships when you actually go into it. But you don't pay for that. You just pay for a great service. And also oh, yeah. a few insults along the way. I mean, you've got to have that. Otherwise, it's not worth going. The banter is great. But anyway, there you go. That's my shout out. And we're going to say. Well, seems so Steve is not here. Steve says goodbye. <laughs> now he says goodnight. No, no, no. He says, he says <laughs> goodbye. No, I know he says goodnight. Okay. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. What's what? What's that? What's that? You hear that banging? That's Steve. That's his headboard. He's trying. Shut his headboard. Yeah. That's where he's gone. (laughs) We don't want to know anymore. Too much detail. Too much detail. Between the headboard and the wall, should be all right. Yep. All right. Okay. Cost him about 150 quid for the plastering to recover the wall. (laughs) Okay. Say goodnight, stats. I'm going to say good in honor of Steve. Goodbye. All right. Okay. Lovely listeners. Okay, and the gazelle say goodnight. Yes, in honor of Steve. <laughs> That's where Fuck he's at. Off, man. He, he, he took <laughs> with him those special Wellingtons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Quite a number of girlfriends that he's found out there. See our new Welsh correspondent. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear that? We'll have to ask. Go on. Go on.